Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and this is my outlet right now. I am a human being on the earth, and I live in Seattle, USA, and I'm a fairly natural person. And I have to say that I'm very disturbed right now by mainstream human culture. The way we dominate animals, I call it speciesism, and the way we slaughter animals and the way we dominate and treat animals is if we're smarter than animals. We're definitely more complicated than animals, but I wouldn't say we're smarter than animals. Maybe we're more creative because we invent all of the stuff on this planet that we've invented, but we are also the only species that is destroying the planet and destroying ourselves, So, and that we harm other animals um, for many different reasons. Part of it is to make money. So I have a cat who is diabetic, and naturopathic uh, vets agree that usually with diet alone, you can get rid of diabetes type 2, just like in humans. You know, if you eat really healthy food and you cut out sugar and carbs, you usually can become non-dependent on insulin. But my cat is, a, is an exception to the rule. Either he was born diabetic type 1 diabetes, which the naturopathic vet does not agree that that's even possible. So basically, I'm somebody who I don't fully agree with mainstream vets who prescribe Hill Science Diet because that's processed dead food in a can. I feed my cat raw meat based on the advice of Dr. Karen Becker. She's a vet and she's a holistic She's a mainstream vet, but she also has a degree in holistic medicine and nutrition, and she's sort of an expert on how to feed cats and dogs raw meat in the healthy, safe way that is nutritionally balanced for all life stages. And so I have had my cat on a raw meat diet for over a year, and it's improved his health, but he's still diabetic. Um, over a year ago, they thought he was diabetic, and... I thought I was getting his diabetes to go into remission, but I was wrong. Long story. But I got new blood tests, and it confirms that his his kidneys, thyroid, and liver are all in good shape. Uh, he's 12. But the previous lady who had my cat uh, from a kitten, she fed him really cheap cat food that was wet and dry and had wheat gluten in it, uh, like Friskies and Fancy Feast and those kinds of mainstream brands. A lot of them have wheat gluten. And even pet food that the vet recommends has cornstarch and vegetable oil and potato starch and rice flour and all kinds of weird ingredients. And it has no live raw enzymes because it's dead meat in a can that's been cooked. And so I feed my cat venison, lamb, chicken, uh, rabbit, uh, beef, sardines in a can in water with um, no salt added, and uh, raw liver, raw um, hearts, and he gets a nutritionally balanced um, rad raw meat frozen cat food that I get at the health food pet store. I've also made, you know, I give salmon oil and brewer's yeast and coconut oil in small doses as snacks and treats, and he likes all of that, and his fur is very healthy. He's a pretty healthy cat, except for his blood sugar is really high, and he still plays and runs around. So to make a long story short, I got some insulin from Canada, 
And then this diabetic um, human who doesn't need her kind of insulin anymore is going to give me some extra insulin that she has that doesn't expire until 2019. So basically, I have two kinds of insulin for my cat, but I'm going to start with the kind I bought in Canada, which is half the price of the United States. In England, the same insulin is about $60 American. I did the conversion. In Canada, it's 125 plus shipping. And in the United States, it's $300 for the same insulin. So there's price gouging in the USA. And I was going to say that I generally believe in mostly following nutritional guidelines to help cats heal and to help myself heal. I got off of thyroid medication by stopping wheat. I stopped eating all wheat. So basically, I believe in natural um, nutrition. I believe in the power of nutrition for both people and pets. And commercial pet food is kind of like the equivalent, even the kind that your pet, that your vet prescribes you is sometimes like the equivalent of eating frozen TV dinners every night and McDonald's and fast food artificially fortified with vitamins and minerals. Like, you know, the cereal that says fortified with vitamin D. That's not whole living food. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle again, and I will say that I want to talk more about being a natural person. I am, uh, for a living, I model nude for art classes, and I also pretend to be a patient for medical students. So I'm very comfortable with my body, and I don't shave my armpits, and I don't shave my vaginal region, my vagina. Uh, that's the word I choose to use. I don't... Uh, wear a lot of chemicals. I generally don't wear makeup. I sometimes wear makeup, but um, a lot of toxic um, carcinogenic chemicals are in makeup. I really just use natural herbal soap with not a lot of chemicals in it, and I put coconut oil on my skin for moisturizer. It's less expensive than a lot of expensive creams that they sell, and it's just coconut oil. There's nothing fake. There's no artificial synthetic petroleum products. There's no weird... Um, colors or flavors or just they put a lot of weird stuff in cosmetics and beauty products let me just say so I eat a very mostly healthy diet I have a weakness for ice cream but I generally don't eat dairy products and I don't eat except for raw cheese from France made with raw milk but I'm kind of maybe I'm a nutrition snob I don't know but I believe in eating I don't eat any wheat I had a, a low active thyroid they had me on medication for it and I was upset about that I stopped eating all wheat products and pretty much cut way down on my carbs and eliminated most grains I occasionally have rice and oats and quinoa but I generally don't eat and I don't eat any wheat I have potatoes sometimes um, but since cutting out wheat about five years ago, I lost about 30 pounds or 40 pounds. I've gained a little bit back, but I, I lost weight and my thyroid became normal and they took me off the medication. So to me, that's proof enough that if you cut your carbs down and cut wheat out of your diet, sometimes it really helps you. So I cut out carbs from my cat's uh, food. So my cat is also on a special diet. I am on a mostly whole food diet, low carb, and I eat plenty of good fats like avocado and um, fruits and vegetables, and I don't eat whole grains. I don't eat grain generally. I eat um, meat, fruits, vegetables, seeds, um, 
nuts and seeds, but not grains. So except for occasional rice. Um, so I feel better. I still have anxiety and depression and various issues uh, psychologically, but I feel physically healthier without grain and wheat. And I also get natural artesian well water near Seattle, which doesn't have any chlorine or fluoride in it. And I give that to my cat as well. So his water is natural from the earth with minerals in it. No fake stuff in his, in his water, uh, which I mix his raw meat. He's on a raw meat diet which is specially formulated for cats. It's not just hunks of raw meat. It's it's not random. It's um, liver, heart, muscle meat, bones ground up, uh, salmon oil, uh, taurine, vitamins and minerals that cats need in a balanced way. And I feed him a huge variety of different kinds of meats so that he gets a lots of different nutrients in his diet. The problem is his high blood sugar is really high. And despite changing his diet... Um, because he used to eat really bad junk cat food that had wheat gluten in it, I think, because the previous uh, person fed him cheap food. So basically, my cat and I are both on special natural diets, and my cat still needs, apparently, insulin, or he might starve because he's pretty thin. He still has a lot of energy, but he's thin. And I can tell when I feed him, he just wants more and more and more, and I feel like he's not. His body isn't absorbing because of his insulin issue. So basically, he's either insulin resistant, which might mean that the insulin isn't going to fix that, or it could just be that his body needs more insulin, and once he gets more insulin, his blood sugar level will go down, and then he'll be able to absorb nutrients, and he'll be th a thriving, healthy cat. His immune system is very good. Um, he hasn't even been vaccinated. I think that's partly why his immune system is so good. So he is mostly a natural cat and uh, he's home with me and I brush him and I feed him really well and I take him for walks. He actually is the first cat I've had that goes on a leash with me. So I've been to naturist gatherings that are clothing optional. I model nude for artists. So I'm very comfortable being nude and natural in front of people in an artistic setting as well as I've gone hiking and camping with other clothing optional people. So I'm kind of a natural human being and I really can't stand those air fresheners that they use. I burn incense occasionally but I keep my window open even when it's cold because I like natural fresh clean air and my cat gets his open window and he gets to sniff the air and I let my cat walk outside barefoot on the grass and he loves that and he chews the grass so and I try to keep him away from pesticides and chemicals Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I'm drinking a ginger kombucha right now. That's a fermented drink with natural bacteria. I take probiotics. More on my natural, my love of nature. I don't like cannabis. A lot of my friends tell me to, to take cannabis, to smoke it or put oil. I've tried smoking it. It makes me paranoid. It makes me feel like I have brain damage. I don't like marijuana. Uh, I think it should be legal worldwide. It's a medicinal herb that helps lots of people. But personally, I don't, I don't like drinking alcohol or being drunk. I don't like any drugs except for morphine. When I, when I was, uh, I had surgery, breast reduction, and they gave me morphine, and I actually liked that because I thought, this can't be a drug. I just feel happy. So morphine is a very dangerous drug because it made me feel like I wasn't drugged. I don't like being drunk. I don't like being stoned. So I'm not a drug person at all. But again, I think marijuana and cannabis is like a medicinal herb and I think that's great. I just don't think it works for me personally. I tried cannabis oil once. I forgot what it was called. My friend gave it to me because I had back pain. I had like a back spasm. I think it act, and I saw the Tom Petty concert, sadly, the last Tom Petty concert, may he rest in peace. I love his music, always have, always will. 
since I was 11 years old in 1979 when I heard Refugee on a jukebox in a pizza parlor and I ran over and went, oh my God, what is this? Love at first listen. And little did I know they would make so many albums since 1979 that were really, really good. Their newest album, Hypnotic Eye, is great and I love it. Okay, so I love music. Um, I love nature and I love natural food and I like being a nude person and I don't wear a lot of perfume. I don't shave all my body hair off and I don't like wearing makeup and I'm horrified by all of the carcinogenic air fresheners that people spray on their bodies and spray into the air. So there's a lot of things about Amish people actually that I admire, like how close they are to the earth. I don't agree with the, some of the superstitious religious beliefs that Amish people have, but I like that Amish people are close to the earth and they eat fairly natural foods and they work hard on their land and they treat their animals, I think, with love and respect on their farms and they just have a slower life and they're not competitive and they're very cooperative and they believe that it's good to be humble and not to show off and be competitive and win a contest, but to actually cooperate and help each other out. So those are all things I admire about Amish people. But I will say that being a natural person, and the women don't wear makeup, although, you know, the reason why they don't wear makeup, might, I might not agree with, but I personally don't wear makeup because I like to just be natural and I don't want to put chemicals on my skin that make my eyes water. I have very sensitive eyes. So, and I also just don't want to spend the money on a bunch of makeup, and I don't like thinking that it's not okay for me to just be natural, and for women to feel like they're not pretty enough, just natural, you know, like men get up in the morning, wash their face, and they're good to go, whereas women, we have to put makeup on and make ourselves look, you know, I just, I don't want that, I don't want to do that. I, I don't judge other women. who If you want to wear makeup and you're happy doing that for yourself, that's great, but if you feel like you're doing it for other people and that nobody will love you unless you wear makeup, then that's a whole other thing, and it might be good to just say, screw makeup, but if you really enjoy makeup, hey, you know, have fun with that, but personally for me, sometimes I do wear makeup, but right now I'm in my natural phase where I don't want to wear any makeup and I don't want to shave my armpits. I tend to get a rash if I shave. My skin is sensitive and it's all prickly and icky if I shave and I don't like waxing. So basically I'm a pretty natural human being and I use natural soap and products that are non-toxic and biodegradable, etc. I don't like to waste water and electricity and I like to conserve and I want there to be solar panels everywhere and I'm feeding my cat raw meat and I basically I'm going to try insulin for my cat. I got some from Canada, half the price of American insulin, same product. Uh, because they don't price gouge in Canada the way we do here. England's even cheaper. It's only $60 for insulin versus 125 in Canada versus 300 in the USA for the same kind of insulin, which is Lantus. The really good human-grade insulin that's long-acting. So I'm going to try this on my cat, but I mostly believe in feeding him good food and treating him in a loving, natural kind of way that will boost his immune system, like time out in nature, uh, fresh grass for him to chew, fresh air, really, really healthy food, no, no commercial um, chemicals in his food, just natural meats and organic um, vitamins and minerals and protein and fat for him and no carbs, no extra carbs. Uh, but I am going to try insulin because it seems like his body doesn't absorb all of the amazing food that I'm feeding him, which means he might be type 1 diabetic. So long story, but I'm going to do insulin and nutrition for my cat. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I wanted to say more about natural food for cats and dogs. Whole food. It's interesting. I feed my cat raw meat diet. 
Um, and for over a year I've been doing that and it's just bizarre to me that, and he does have diabetes and changing his diet did not, um, alleviate that. Sometimes cats and dogs can go into remission just like a human if they eat really, really healthy. But it's interesting to me that I think most humans now understand that if you eat real food, like fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, some people say grains. I don't eat grains but because grains are processed, I think. But um, real food made by nature that come from the earth, not food that's been processed and put into a box and um, had preservatives added to it and synthetic vitamins, refortifying it with vitamins and minerals that are synthetic. Basically, if I was to drink Ensure Shakes and eat nothing but food, like imagine if I as a human never ate fruits or vegetables in their raw form and never ate meat and never ate any dairy and never ate anything in its raw form from the earth and I only ate things that were frozen and in boxes that were processed, heat processed, all the live enzymes were killed, everything was sterilized in a machine and then they put it into a box or a can that has a shelf life of like years sometimes, that's what we feed our dogs and cats. We feed our dogs and cats kibble that has been heated up and strange preservatives have been put in it so that it will never rot or mold or go stale. Just kind of like Twinkies, kind of like processed junk food for people. If I ate nothing but McDonald's, you know, McDonald's french fries will never mold and their hamburgers will never mold and it's because they're full of preservatives. Well, dog and cat food is similar unless you get go to the health food pet store and you get more natural no preservatives type pet food that's a little bit better but it's still sterilized and has no live enzymes in it so what I feed my cat is raw meat but not just hunks of raw meat I give him muscle meat heart liver salmon oil um, Bones have been ground into some of the frozen meat that I buy him. It is a little bit more expensive than the other food I was feeding him, but not actually much more. Because less is more, he eats less overall. So it's just bizarre to me that most people agree that eating real food for humans is good, and yet we still think processed food for dogs and cats is good. In fact, a lot of the food that vets prescribe to people, unless it's a holistic vet that believes in nutrition, a lot of the Hill Science diet type foods that they prescribe has cornstarch in it, has vegetable oil, has soy products, has meat byproducts, has basically fake preservatives, might have enough vitamins and minerals, but it has too many carbs and it's synthetic and processed and it smells terrible and it makes your cat and dog poop diarrhea that's stinky. My cat's poop is dark brown, it doesn't even smell very much. so. As soon as I switched my cat to a raw meat diet, his poop completely changed. He was drinking tons of water and peeing tons and tons. And then he immediately stopped doing that. And he still pees a little bit too much, but that's just recently been getting worse. So he is diabetic, and I'm going to start injecting him with insulin very, very carefully with a vet supervision. In a, you know, in a very cautious way because I'm very much afraid to do that but I'm going to continue feeding him his raw meat diet because he loves it his favorite meat is rabbit he likes rabbit, venison, turkey, lamb, chicken, beef 
um, sardines that are in water with no salt added and some salmon oil so I'm gonna and, and now I've added digestive enzymes a holistic vet told me add digestive enzymes because that might help his pancreas we need to baby his pancreas she says so in addition to giving him a, a low dose of insulin which is human grade insulin that I've got from Canada recently where I'm waiting for it to get shipped to me so I'm gonna try very very carefully but my the point of this post is just to talk about processed food humans and pet and health and nutrition hey this is Shannon Kringen goddess Kringen Seattle I don't think I've updated in like over a week on anchor and for my um, podcast or whatever you call it thank you anybody who listens to me uh, my cat is diabetic and I'm trying to figure out what to do to be honest with you I don't want to over medicalize him but I also don't want to neglect his health um, there are some things that mainstream vets do that I don't believe in. Uh, my cat has not been vaccinated, and he stays inside, except I give him walks every day. He actually walks on a leash with me. I guess I feel very defensive. Um, right now, I feed him a special raw meat diet that's nutritionally balanced for cats that I get at the health food pet store. And he does fairly well on that, but it's clear that he is diabetic because he's he's thin. He's... um used to be 11 pounds, now he's only 10 pounds. Um, it took about a year and he lost a pound. Be better if he gained some weight back. The naturopathic holistic vet has told me, you know, it'd be good to get him to gain some weight, but if he's diabetic, it's hard to get a cat to gain weight. So I am doing research. The best kind of insulin is called Lantus, which is human-grade, long-acting insulin. It's very expensive. The best deal is probably in Canada. It's about half the price of what it is in the United States where we price gouge everything um, because medicine is treated like a commercial for-profit capitalist business which is unethical but that's a whole nother story um, vets actually recommend mainstream vets actually recommend hill science diet for diabetic cats which is insane because if you read the ingredients of hill science diet you'll find that it's got synthetic vitamins in it and it's got some of the kinds had cornstarch in them, and there's no way that you would ever want to feed a cat cornstarch. Plus, it's dead meat in a can that has no live enzymes. So I added um, at the naturopathic holistic vet's advice, she gave me some digestive enzymes, which help cats digest. And Dr. Karen Becker online, another holistic vet that I love, she's in Chicago though, and she's very famous. And so it's not like I can actually go to her to be my personal vet. But she has amazing videos online, Dr. Karen Becker, about nutrition and the importance of nutrition and how raw meat is quite normal to feed dogs and cats. And a lot of people are afraid of it because of the bacteria. If you educate yourself, just Google Dr. Karen Becker raw food for pets. And she's got several videos on how to do it the safe way and the healthiest way possible. Um, commercial pet food is actually like the equivalent to humans eating McDonald's every day. If you eat fast food and TV dinners and frozen synthetic, you know, f processed food that has synthetic vitamins added to it, instead of eating actual fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and organic meats made by nature, why would you be healthy? Why would, you know, humans know that if they eat processed junk food, they're not going to be healthy. So it makes sense that 
pets are not going to be healthy if they feed if you feed them mainstream cat and dog food. Even the health food kind has potato starch and rice in it instead of wheat. Some pet food actually has corn syrup in it and wheat gluten. So be careful what you feed your pets is my advice. I can't believe some people don't even read the ingredients. I read the ingredients of everything that I eat and everything I feed my cat. Like a hawk, I look at the ingredients. So I feed him really well, but he's only had this raw diet for a little bit over a year. And I adopted him from a woman who fed him really cheap commercial pet food that was like, you know, friskies with wheat gluten in it. Like the really, really cheap kind of friskies. And she loved him a lot, but I don't think she was educated about nutrition for pets. And so she fed him dry and wet canned food, you know. Really, really not very good food. So the first nine years of his life, he ate that. And so that might have caused his diabetes. But I've fed him this healthy food for over a year, and he's still diabetic. And so the naturopathic vet is surprised that he hasn't bounced back because she said, usually if you feed a cat as well as you're feeding your cat, the diabetes will go away on its own. So he probably needs insulin to really get better. But I have to get a glucometer and figure out how to prick his ear every day. And then I have to figure out, they recommend injecting him twice a day every 12 hours with insulin, but that's not realistic with my work schedule and I can't afford to just take time off and not work. And I don't, I live by myself and I don't have any close friends that can help me with this. Uh, most of my friends are not really keen on needles either. So I gotta figure this out. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. I wanted to say more about my cat who is uh, diabetic. And we actually don't know the kind of diabetes he has. Either he's insulin resistant or his body is not producing enough of its own insulin and he has just lots of sugar in his blood. And basically I'm feeding him, but he's not able to absorb the nutrients and that's why he's getting thin. Because I feed him really good food and I feed him as much as he wants. If I feed him too large of a serving, he'll throw up. But what I do is I feed him a whole bunch of really small meals throughout the day, even in the middle of the night. If he's hungry, I'll feed him. But usually he'll sleep with me for several hours and then um, at like 6 a.m. he'll want some food and I'll give it to him. So the naturopathic vet said definitely feed him whenever he wants it because he's very hungry. So... And he's thin, so he obviously needs it. So, um, but I don't know if he's really absorbing it, but I'm hoping that the digestive enzymes are helping, but I can't tell yet. But he hasn't thrown up as much since I started the digestive enzymes. The other thing I don't want to do, because if I start him on insulin, I have to get a glucometer, which I actually ordered and then I canceled the order because I got scared. And I was thinking, I can't prick his, his ears every day. And I don't want to treat him like he's just a blood sugar number. You know, he's a, he's a whole being. He's, a, he's a, you know, I'm not just whatever my cholesterol is or whatever my heart rate is or none of us are just our numbers, our blood numbers, uh, human or pet. So I want to love him as much as I can. I also have to take care of myself and I have anxiety and depression and, you know, various mental health challenges that I deal with. And I love my cat very much and I treat him very well and I have fresh air for him and I give him catnip and I take him for walks and I, um, I'm starting to feed him some salmon oil and hoping that might help him. And, um, there's a thing that the vet recommends every two weeks, bring him in for a blood curve test. That's not something I want to do. That's when they test his blood sugar every hour for several hours which scientifically sounds like a good idea, but emotionally and psychologically and physically for the cat's well-being sounds like a very bad idea. 
So just like over-vaccinating a pet can really stress out and weaken their immune system, over-vaccinating people can stress out and weaken our immune systems. Um, Kisun has never been vaccinated. The lady I adopted from told me this, and so I know that he's never been vaccinated. He coincidentally has an amazingly strong immune system. So I'm not going to get him vaccinated, and I'm very offended that the mainstream vet told me we needed to get him a rabies vaccination, even knowing that he might be diabetic. They said this to me. And the naturopathic vet said, no way, don't get him any vaccinations right now because he needs all the help he can get in dealing with diabetes. If you inject him, vaccinate him for rabies, it's only going to weaken, stress out his immune system, basically. So we're not doing that. So um, I forgot what I was going to say. He stays inside all day, and then I take him for supervised walks on a leash. He's the only cat I've ever had that actually will walk on a harness. My other cats, Stella and Tux, I used to let them roam around free by themselves, and that might have been why Stella had uh, liver failure. She might have gotten into some antifreeze or something poisonous out in the environment. I don't know. The veterinarian could never figure out why she had liver failure, because that's unusual. Kidney failure is common, and she had both kidney failure and liver failure. I took her to the vet. We They did uh, an intense fluid wash to try to help her liver come back to life, and that failed, and she got even weaker. So she ended up dying with me after about a month of treatment, and I injected her with subcutaneous fluids every day for several days or a couple weeks or something. It was awful. So basically, I feel like I over-medicalized with Stella to try to save Stella's life a few years ago. And now I have Kisun, and he's the first cat I've ever adopted that has diabetes. And that I could not cure it with diet alone, although it's helped him tremendously to eat really healthy, raw, balanced meat diet that's specially made for cats. It has organ meats and muscle meat and salmon oil and different vitamins and minerals and taurine, etc. So it has what cats need in it, and it, he's digesting it really well. His pee and poop, although he does pee a lot because he drinks a lot of, um, I mean, he gets his fluid. He doesn't really drink a lot of water, but he gets a lot of his fluid from his raw meat diet. Um, but what I was going to say was he seems to be pooping really well and digesting really well. The poop from raw meat is is kind of dark and firm, and it doesn't really smell very much. His previous poop was runny and really stinky when I fed him the canned food. Um, thanks for listening. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I need to do my radio show. I just realized it's going to be on. It's on every Thursday in Seattle. I have a radio show called Goddess Kring. Lately, it's been music that I make, poetry and music and experimental audio sounds with my keyboard and my voice. I just do it by myself in my apartment and I upload it to the internet. To Hollow Earth Radio, it's on every Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m., uh, Seattle, Hollow Earth Radio. Uh, I sometimes do monologues. I did like 54 podcasts, I think, that were mostly monologues, me talking about, you know, nutrition, spirituality, politics, whatever I felt like it, personal stuff, whatever. Lately, it's been music, so this is my my audio my audio monologues here and my cat. Okay, so if I do insulin, both pets, both vets recommend the high quality insulin, not the cheap kind that's more likely to cause him low blood sugar. If I give him the Novolin or the you know rapid acting, whatever you call it, short acting, the the cheap kind, you can go to Walmart and get insulin for thirty bucks. Um, but even Walmart charges $300 for the good insulin that they recommend I get. Costco has the best deal, $291 for a vial of Lantus insulin here at Costco in Seattle. 
Canada actually has the best deal. Canada, it's I think one fifty for the same stuff. That's a hundred. That's two ninety one here. In the UK, United Kingdom, England, it's about fifty or sixty bucks for the same exact insulin. So they don't price gouge in England. So I'm really mad about the prices. But aside from the money. Um, treating my cat, this is about his, him and I's both mental health. I know the priority is his health, not me, but I do have to deal with my own mental health concerns and issues and stress, and I feel suicidal at times, although I never act upon it. I just sometimes feel really angry and like I want to get out of here. Like it's an escape fantasy, basically, which is silly. It's like, what am I, a teenager? I have this escape fantasy. I just want to leave. But uh, I'm not going to do that. But I'm just being honest and saying that I really do have some serious mental health um, issues that I deal with from a day-to-day -day basis. So, And I'm not seeing a therapist right now, and I'm not taking any medications. So... Uh, my cat. So I want to figure out if I can get the naturopathic vet to, she said something like I could do a really, really, really small dose just to help him a little bit that's very safe and gentle of Lantus and just do it once every 24 hours. But I have to woman up and get a glucometer and I have to order it online. I can't just go to a store and buy it. And then people argue online about whether you can use a human glucometer or a pet glucometer um, because they use different mathematical equations. So then you have to get, but I can get my calculator out. So it's a lot cheaper to buy a human one. Um, I hate Walmart, but I could go to Walmart and get a really cheap human glucometer. But I have to make sure that it's accurately reading. And so some people say you just do it uh, proportionately, like if you test his blood sugar every time and you write down the numbers, you just compare the differences. But some people say you need to do a mathematical equation that the pet blood sugar level is different than a human number. So you have to do the math on that and figure out what the ratio is. But everyone says something different, so I don't know what the truth is. And of course, the vets both say, I have to get the pet kind. But some vets will let you do the human kind. So... And the strips are a dollar each. So the financial concern I have is legit. But the thing is, I would, if I, if I gave him Lantus once a day, I would also insulin once a day. I would have to check his blood sugar and I think pay attention to how many hours has gone by. Because I think they say it takes about six hours for the Lantus to really kick in and see what it does to his body and then make sure he's okay. Make sure his blood sugar doesn't get too low. Because if I'm at work and his blood sugar is low, he could die. So I'm really, really scared to leave him alone. So once I inject him with insulin, I'm going to be afraid to go to work and leave him alone and I can't afford to miss work. So, cause I'm an American, you know, that's the, what we do here in America is we work, 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 and we can't afford time off. So, even though I'm okay financially, I know how to live really cheap and I'm really careful with my money and I'm frugal and I'm tightwad and I'm really uptight about it. So that's why I'm doing fine right now. I've never bounced a check. I've never been overdrawn. I've never, no banks ever ripped me off because I watch them like a hawk and make sure they never do rip me off. So, cause I know banks are there to make money. So basically, I don't want to take my cat into the vet every two weeks for a blood curve test. One, because I can't really afford it. But the other reason is because it's so stressful, you know, to bring him there. He gets really stressed out when he goes to the vet. So I have to figure out how to do home testing with a glucometer if I'm going to do insulin. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I feel a sense of relief right now. My cat is diabetic. That is a fact. We don't know if he's type 1 or type 2. Uh, some people think that cats can only be type 2 diabetic, which means it's from eating bad food and not getting enough exercise. 
Um, but there are some people who believe that it's similar to human diabetes, which is type 2 is usually lifestyle-induced, you know, no exercise, bad food, etc. Uh, smoking, drinking, you know, just bad habits that are not good for your body. Um, but type 1 diabetes you're born with. And so it could be that my cat, who I adopted when he was 9 and he's now 12, could have been diabetic his whole life and now it's catching up with him. Now he's 12. Or he might have some other issue with his pancreas. But he is 12 and he's getting up there. So to make a long story short, I might just focus on nutrition. He's already eating really, really good, no-carb, um, healthy, organic meat diet with the proper balance of nutrition for cats, you know, taurine and vitamins and minerals, etc. Um, in a certain balanced way, he is getting that, and he's getting salmon oil and brewer's yeast, which has B vitamins in it and good stuff that I feed him, and now he's getting digestive enzymes. So I am doing nutritional things for him. He gets time outside in the grass. I take him for walks so he's safe. And he chews grass and he gets fresh air. And so I'm doing a lot of things that are healthy. He gets exercise. He plays with me. The only symptoms he really has are that he's his eyes are getting a little cloudy, so he might be getting cataracts. And he um, is thin. He lost a pound. He's only 10 pounds. He used to be 11 and he's just hungry all the time, although not all the time. But I mean, generally, I know that when I feed him, he just seems like he's eating and eating and eating, but he's just not really that satisfied. So I can tell that he's not really absorbing all of the nutrients. So basically, to make a long story short, I obsessed about glucometers. I was testing at home, his blood sugar pricking his ear. I obsessed about insulin. If I'm going to do insulin, I'm going to do the Lantus, which is human-grade expensive insulin, which is supposed to be the best kind that most cats respond the best to. Um, but it's like $291 a vial, or I don't know how much the pens are. But if I do that, I'm going to do one dose per day. But also, I need to not treat him like he's just numbers. You know, my, my um, vet tech, basically my step-aunt, my uncle's wife, she's a vet tech, and she was saying, you know, make sure you don't treat your cat like he's just his numbers because she said she's seen cats that get a little bit of insulin and their numbers never get down to normal like the level that they want. But they get him low enough so that it helps the cat. So my fantasy with my cat, if I give him insulin every day, would be just once per day because you have to do it every 12 hours exact, pretty much exact or it, it, over, um, it, it could be not good for the cat if you don't do it at the right time. So basically the reality is I could commit to doing it the same time every day, 24 hours, once every 24 hours and very carefully monitor him, make sure he's okay. The biggest risk is his blood sugar could get too low and that could be fatal. So you need to make sure you're there if that happens to the cat and you have to give them some honey or some food or you help them and rush them to the vet if they don't get better and then they inject them with fluids that helps their blood sugar get back up again. So hopefully that won't happen to him. If you give him a really, really low dose of insulin, that shouldn't happen. But it's it's also very unpredictable. The reality with cats is it's easier, I guess, to regulate dogs, according to the veterinary people I've talked to. And it's cats are more complicated. Cats are a little bit more unique. He's not a typical diabetic cat. He's not overweight at all. And I feed him really healthy food. And usually if a cat is on a really, really healthy diet, their diabetes will go away or whatever health problems are usually mostly gone. But he has remained diabetic um, despite his healthy diet and his exercise. And, you know, he has a pretty healthy, fun life with me. Um, and he gets a lot of rest. And, he, you know, he has a nice, quiet, safe place to live. And he's very comfortable, I think. But his blood sugar is pretty high, so it's pretty consistently high, according to the two-week uh, glu uh, sucra. 
I forgot the name of it, glucosamine, zucrop, uh, sucrosamine. I forgot, what, whatever the test, the blood test is, where they test the average of the two-week um, blood sugar level of the average of two weeks. And so that turned out pretty high. And the holistic vet I went to, I went to two vets, a, a regular mainstream Western vet and then a holistic vet. And both um, of them did blood tests on him. And the one, the glucosamine, I think it's called, it, it turned out that his blood sugar was pretty high for the consistently two-week period. And she was surprised because he's so healthy in other ways. He has, um, all of his other organs are healthy except his pancreas. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I am dealing with a muscle spasm in my back, which really, really hurts. This is an ongoing thing that happens to me off and on since 2003, so I need to figure out what to do to help myself heal and stretch, chiropractor, massage, rest, etc. Um, <clears throat> long story, but... Um, my cat, I was just going to talk about how good it feels to finally take my cat to a naturopathic vet, which I've never actually done. And I finally did that, and she validates what Dr. Karen Becker, who is a naturopathic, well, Dr. Karen Becker actually is a, <clears throat> she's a regular vet with regular degree in veterinary medicine, but she also has a degree in holistic naturopathic veterinary medicine and wildlife rehabilitation. She used to um, find injured animals as a teenager and had a passion for helping them, and so she went on to study that as an adult. So she's a really, really good expert in nutrition, especially in the power of nutrition on helping animals heal. My cat, Kisun, might be diabetic, but he might just be borderline diabetic, or he might just be sensitive and get stressed at the vet, which makes his blood sugar go up. So we got a special blood test for him that measures the average of his blood sugar levels for the last two weeks. So I'm waiting to get the results of that. And my, the naturopathic vet basically told me we need to baby his pan pancreas. And she validated that I'm already feeding him the best possible diet, which I've been feeding him for over a year, um, which is raw meat, frozen raw meat that you get at the health food pet store, uh, which is formulated with organ meats like liver and heart and muscle meat and some of it has ground bones in it and some of it instead has eggshells because cats need calcium and they need phosphorus and calcium and taurine and different vitamins and minerals and basically the commercial pet food that you buy in cans and dry dry food is very um uh, dehydrating on cats and this is based on all of the veterinary um, research that I've done I'm not a vet so talk to your vet but be careful because vets prescribe Science Hills diet which is full of uh, like rice and carbs which can give cats diabetes so be careful <laughs> if your vet recommends Hill Science diet because that's not really healthy a naturopathic vet would tell you that's actually not healthy don't feed your cat that so um, just talk to your vet, but be careful with, you know, if you don't trust your vet, then get another vet, that's what I was going to say. But um, I, the person who I adopted Kisun from fed him Friskies, which is full of wheat gluten and corn gluten and, and, and uh, meat byproducts, and it's really bad. It's like the equivalent of if I were to eat McDonald's every day or, you know, fast food, um, frozen TV dinners that are fake and artificial and have plenty of artificial flavors, chemicals, extra carbs and sugar and vegetable oil and all kinds of, you know, stuff. Basically, the healthiest human diet would be uh, 
organic fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and or, as organic and whole and natural and made by the earth as possible and as less processed foods. Most humans realize that. And cats and dogs are becoming diabetic and obese more and more and more. My cat is actually thin and we need to get him to gain weight. He lost about a pound. But the person who had him before me was feeding him a lot of wheat gluten in Friskies cat food and just really cheap cat food, which was dehydrating him and might have given him the diabetes. And so within a year, I, I well, over a year, I've been feeding him the raw uh, meat diet that I get at the health food pet store, which is nutritionally balanced for all life stages. You know, I don't just give him hunks of raw meat I give them especially formulated and there's also a recipe you can get um, you can grind up muscle meat with organ meat with um, egg and then you need either real bones or bone meal powder or eggshells for the calcium and then you need taurine which actually is in heart you can get a taurine capsule. Basically, there's a certain recipe you can follow to make it nutritionally balanced. Otherwise, the cat won't get enough vitamins and minerals. But raw meat is actually a lot easier for a cat and dog to digest than cooked dead meat in a can with weird preservatives, especially because they put corn gluten, wheat gluten, soy, rice, potato starch, all kinds of vegetable oil in pet food, and that's not actually good for cats and dogs. So thanks for listening. Hello, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and I wanted to talk more about my cat, Kisun, and the naturopathic vet that I take him to. There's a, a woman online, Dr. Karen Becker. She has lots of videos on nutrition for dogs and cats, raw food, uh, vaccination, information about how some pets are over-vaccinated, and that can mess up their immune system and over-stimulate their immune system. Uh, because they they actually tell vets to vaccinate every year when actually mainstream vets, naturopathic vets know that they can test the blood for tithers or tithers. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's called tithers or tithers where you test the blood for antibodies. So if your cat or dog has enough antibodies already because they've been vaccinated for, you know, rabies or distemper or whatever the, all the different names of vaccinations are, if they already have enough antibodies in their body, then they're protected for life. So if a vet tells you vaccinate every single year, that's actually not correct. And that actually is bad for your pet. To over-vaccinate isn't good. So not that all vaccinations are bad, but if you over-vaccinate, it's hard on the immune system and it can cause, it can trigger other diseases to happen because the body, the immune system gets stressed out and it has a reaction. So, um so I'm feeding my cat raw meat diet, and I've added digestive enzymes because the naturopathic vet I took my cat to the other day said we need to baby his pancreas because we need to see, does he actually need insulin? And if so, she's going to teach me how to do it in a gentle way. Um, she's hoping that he doesn't even need insulin and that we're giving him digestive enzymes. It's this little powder. It's powder that I sprinkle onto his food, and I mix it in with a little water. I take the frozen raw meat diet that I get at the health food pet store, again, that's nutritionally balanced for all life stages. It's not just hunks of raw meat. It's a special mix with vitamins and minerals and organ meats like heart and liver as well as muscle meats. And it hardly has any smell to it. It smells much better than the canned cat food that I used to feed him that was supposedly grain-free, but it had potato starch in it, which was really bad for a cat if they have blood sugar issues especially. Uh, but no cat needs potato starch or corn starch or rice. 
uh, or potato or especially not wheat gluten or corn gluten so or corn meal so um, cats do not need grains um, apparently dogs can handle a few carbs and it might be good for them to have a few carbs but I'm not sure on that but cats no carbs at all so they need fat and protein vitamins and minerals in meat mostly is what cats need to thrive and be healthy so listen to Karen Becker online search her Dr. Karen Becker she's got all kinds of videos online and written articles um, so I'm giving him digestive enzymes, which is powder, and I mix it into his food with a little water, and I kind of mush it up with a fork. It's a little bit labor-intensive, but I don't mind because I want him to be healthy. His pee and poop is so different. When I switched him to raw meat, um, he, he poops. His poop used to be really stinky and kind of runny and kind of like uh, medium to light brown. And now his poop is very, very dark, usually dark brown, and it's kind of more firm, and it's smaller, and it doesn't smell very much. But he tends to poop every day or every other day, and there's definitely poop, um, consistent poop. But it's very different. than. The, and then I noticed I fed him a can of, as healthy as I could find, processed canned cat food at the health food pet store, and his poop immediately got a lighter color and a lot stinkier and kind of mushy. So they say that it's healthier if the cat's poop is firmer and darker, as long as it's not too firm. Uh, sort of in between, you know, firm, a little mushy, but it's, it hardly smells at all. And in other words, raw meat is so much easier for them to digest. That's what they eat in the wild. So basically, humans and pets, dogs, cats, and humans, we all thrive when we eat the most natural food possible instead of fake processed foods that come in a can um, it's amazing to me how many people, <laughs> and even even dermatologists, dermatologists recommended lotion, Lubiderm or whatever it's called. That's full of petroleum products. It's full of junk. You don't want to put that on your skin. A lot of uh, naturopathic doctors would say, don't put anything on your skin that you can't eat. Of course, I don't want to eat my shampoo. I use fairly natural shampoo, but I still don't want to eat it. But on my skin, I just use coconut oil. And my cat actually likes brewer's yeast and coconut oil, and that's good for cats too, so according to what I said online. So basically, my cat might be diabetic because of what he was fed previous to when I adopted him, but giving him the raw meat has helped his pee and poop tremendously. I, I didn't go into detail, but it's really helped. Thanks for listening. Hey, I wanted to give everyone a heads up on my cat. This is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle. And my kitty might be diabetic. I was really upset at first, but um, my dad kindly offered to pay for me to get a second opinion and take him to a more naturopathic vet, which I'd never done before because I believe in natural medicine. I believe in nutrition, the power of nutrition for myself and my cat. I switched him to a raw food diet. To make a long story short, he might be borderline diabetic. The mainstream vet wanted me to put him on insulin and start checking his, his blood sugar um, right away and learn how to do that and just start him on insulin and see how it goes. The naturopathic vet has a more um, nutritional uh, solution. She wants me, because he seems very healthy, other than he's kind of thin and hungry all the time, and he can't seem to get enough to eat, and if I feed him too much, he'll throw up because he's so excited about eating. So I have to feed him a little bit and then wait before I feed him again. So the naturopath suggested that I feed him as much as I can, just wait between meals so he doesn't throw up. And um, 
he just had a bag on his head, my kitty is playing with a bag. I got bone meal powder for nutritional supplement when I make my own raw meat food. And my vet yesterday, my naturopathic vet, gave me Digestin, which is a digestive enzyme. Uh, she said that we need to baby his pancreas. Um, the previous person that had my cat for since he was a kitten uh, fed him fed him friskies, uh, cheap cat food, dry food and wet food, which has wheat gluten in it and corn gluten and all kinds of carbs, which give cats diabetes. Basically, carbohydrates give cats diabetes. Just like if a human eats too much sugar and carbs, they tend to get overweight and diabetes. My cat is actually thin. He's not overweight. Um, he lost a pound in a year. Ever since, I, over a year ago, I started feeding him a raw meat diet, frozen raw meat diet from the health food pet store, specifically made for cats, uh, balanced all life stages, etc. Not just hunks of meat, but it's got like liver and heart, basically organ meats, muscle meats, salmon oil, vitamin E, vitamin B12, or vitamin B complex. It's basically balanced in a certain way. And you can make your own raw cat food uh, with muscle meat and organ meats mixed with bone meal powder or actual bones if you have a meat grinder because that's got calcium and different minerals for the cats. And um, I forgot what else, salmon oil, and they some people say put eggs into it, raw eggs, and mix it together, grind it up, and then freeze it for at least three days because that tends to kill any bad bacteria, but also cats and dogs can handle bacteria that would make humans sick. So their digestive tract is very different than ours. Um, so raw meat is actually a lot safer than people think to feed, as long as you're careful about it and you're educated about it. But it's so much better than uh, commercial pet food. So my naturopathic vet validated that. She said that a lot of commercial pet food is really, really bad for cats, and no wonder they become obese and get diabetes, so dogs and cats both. So they really need good nutrition. So basically I'm waiting. The blood test we got yesterday at the naturopathic vet office is a special blood test called the uh, I forgot what it's called. It's it's this really strange name, and it they take one blood sample, but it somehow measures his blood sugar average over the last two weeks. And so we will then, because it could be that he gets really stressed out at the vet, because I've only taken him a few times, and he's never really gone to the vet before in his life, I think. The other woman didn't take him to the vet, I think. So I'm really happy. And the mainstream vet immediately is like, well, you need a rabies shot, and you need a flea control. And, you know, he doesn't really have fleas right now, but they, they wanted to sell me, you know, flea, flea uh, chemicals and rabies vaccination. And my cat is an indoor cat. I just take him for walks on a leash in a fenced yard for like 20 minutes a day. And then he comes back in. So he doesn't interact with other pets, um, dogs or cats. So there's no like rabies being spread anywhere between my cat and other cats or dogs. So I don't want a rabies vaccination for my cat right now. I'm focused on his blood sugar health. So basically, the naturopathic vet did not even talk to me about vaccinations. She and flea chemicals. She is more interested in his overall health and his nutrition. So we are doing... Um, digestive enzymes and waiting for the blood test results and I'm feeding him as much as I can feed him without him throwing up because he needs to gain some weight 